back, everyone, to Prince on the Pod. This is your host, Sam Prince, and this is going to be the fourth episode of Prince on the Pod. And now I invited a good friend of mine to talk about some NFL hot takes, and we're going to play the 12-year game later in the episode. First, Kobe, why don't you tell everyone a little about yourself? What's up? Kobe Ritter from the Six. Pumped to be on here. Let's go. Uh, that's great, Kobe. And we're going to start with our first NFL hot take here. Miles Garrett is way overpaid. He's getting paid $25 million a year. And where the best defensive player in the league, Aaron Donald, is only getting paid $22.5 million a year. Kobe, what do you think about that? I definitely agree with that. In terms of comparing him to other players, there are so many more players that are more talented. Like you mentioned, you know, Aaron Donald's one hell of a damn player. One of the best pass rushers in the NFL, and he's getting paid less than him. That's kind of crazy. To add your point, Aaron Donald is the best non-QB in the league. That's correct. Miles Garrett is also the highest-paid non-QB in the league. That's crazy when he's not even the best non-QB. That's just way overpaid. That's a highway robbery for Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. Where Khalil Mack and even Stephon Gilmore. I think Stephon Gilmore is going to get a new contract soon. He is on his contract. But let's go on to Khalil Mack and. Khalil Mack is getting paid $23.5 million a year, which I will take that. To me, that's a lot of money. But for a guy like Khalil Mack, I would say, hmm, someone like Miles Garrett, who hasn't won a Defensive Player of the Year award, is getting paid $25 million a year. I'm going to ask for some type of an extension where I can get paid maybe $26.5 million a year. Now, for our second hot take today, the Pats are tanking and telling all their players to opt out. Now, Kobe is a huge Pat fan. Kobe, I got to get your opinion on this one. Well, first of all, I would love for them to tank, but I don't think that's in Bill Belichick's playbook. He plays old school. As much as it may seem like it, I think that it's honestly honestly just a coincidence that a lot of the Patriots players don't want to play. I don't think they're tanking. I think Bill Belichick, it's not even going to affect the Pats. I mean, yes, Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung opting out because of the coronavirus, but not like Stefan Gilmore's opting out. They're the, one of the best defensive players yeah, in the league. But, but at the same time, though, Chung also is like probably their second best defensive player on the team. So that is pretty big, though, I think. It's huge. But don't forget, Bill Belichick can probably see a guy at Walmart and tell him, oh, you want to join our team and make him a pro baller. He's just that good of a coach. That's true. That's very true. Just like they drafted, you know, Kyle Duger in the second round, he was a DT punt returner. I don't know, maybe you could see big things out of him this year. Maybe, we'll see. Now, for our third hot take of the day regarding the NFL, we're going to talk about Daniel Jones being arguably the best rookie quarterback. And I might be a little biased here, being a Giant fan, but Daniel Jones had more touchdowns than Kyler Murray. They almost had practically the same amount of interceptions. But Daniel Jones had absolutely no one. Saquon was injured half the year. Golden Tate was barely on the field. Sterling Shepard had his concussion protocols. And then he had Darius Slayton, who was a great player last year. And the O-line was not good at all. And yeah, Kyler Murray did have Kenyon Drake, who had a great second half of the year. And he also had Christian Kirk. And he had the ageless wonder of Larry Fitzgerald. But I mean, it's really a hand toss here. Kobe, what do you think about that? Just to kind of, you know, refer to like, how you said it was lost. Now, I don't think it's really biased. You're kind of right, you know. Kyler Murray is sometimes overlooked, you know, as, like, one of the best QBs in the league. But I don't know how you can say that when Daniel Jones, first of all, has been showing what he can do on the field when he doesn't even have that many skilled receivers with Saquon out, like you said. 
I agree with that 100%. Okay, so you could maybe put Daniel Jones as one or two. I would personally put him as one, but a lot of people would put him as two. Let's look at the rookie quarterbacks last year. Drew Locke. Drew Locke is going to be good in this league, but he wasn't that good last year. Then we look at Gardner Minshew. Yes, he did win a NFL Weekly Player of the Year, Best Player of the Week. But, I mean, that was only one week. He's a one-year wonder. I mean, he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy to have, you know, on your team. He's a funny guy. Good character. He's a, he's a good locker room guy. He's going to be a, a backup QB in this league. I don't see anything a long-term success. And then you have Dwayne Haskins, who was bust. just not good last year. Bust, bust, bust. And now people say, Sam, you can't call him a bust. He only played one year. Peyton Manning had one of the absolute worst rookie years in NFL history, but he wasn't a bust. He was an all-time great. Dwayne Haskins has absolutely no weapons around him. He's just in a bad situation. I kind of feel bad for him. And now, another rookie quarterback from last year was Jared Stidham, but we didn't really see a whole lot of him, so we can't really put him in this category. Now, the fourth NFL hot take of the day is Drew Brees is the most unappreciated NFL player of all time. This QB has 547 TDs and 7,716 yards. And these are all first in both categories. And people are not even putting him a top 10 quarterback. That's crazy to me. That's bogus. That's baloney. If he only did win one Super Bowl, his Super Bowl 44, and maybe, okay, he doesn't have as many rings as the other players. But if he gets one more ring, oh my goodness, people are going to be putting him in the same conversation as Tom Brady. Personally, I would already put him in the same conversation as Tom Brady. I would too. I was a huge Brady fan. Breeze, though, is one of the most skilled quarterbacks in the NFL without a doubt. I mean, like, in terms of a career, he's had one hell of a career. I think he's arguably the number two quarterback of all time. He's arguably a top three quarterback of all time. And if he wins another ring or MVP, I would put him as number two. No fault to Peyton Manning, but... And Joe I, Montana, though, I think should be in that. I also agree. I love Joe Montana. But Drew Brees would have more passing TDs and more passing yards. He is Joe Cool, after all. But he just didn't have as many passing yards or passing touchdowns. And he got injured a lot. But Joe Montana was one of the best Super Bowl quarterbacks of all time. And led the four, and is the reason that, you know, like the 49ers have a pretty, you know, famous dynasty after all. Yeah. Yes, you are right about that. We'll see what happens with that. Our fifth hot take for the NFL, Matt Ryan is going to be in top five of the MVP voting this year. He's been having a really good year. Yes, he hasn't been like his MVP form since 2016, but he's been having really good years. The Falcons have just been bad, so that's why no one's looking at him. Now he's got Gurley to throw some short passes to if he gets pressure so he won't get sacked as much, and the O-line is still very good. And then you have Calvin Ridley, who's a touchdown machine, and then you have Julio Jones, who's a top-five wide receiver in this league, and you can just throw to him, and he'll catch it. And then you can just throw that short pass to Calvin Ridley in the end zone for a good red zone wide receiver. Now, Kobe, what do you think about this? Do you agree with me? Uh, yeah, same thing, though, especially with Gurley coming in. Like, I think that Gurley's going to be a huge asset for them, especially with, like, the type of team, you know, that they have. Because usually they're a passing team. They've never been really been known for their running game. So I think that Gurley could be a huge target, I mean, in terms of actually the passing game. So I think Ryan could very well end up being the top five in the MVP voting for sure. I agree. All those words you just said. And now we're going to get into our next segment here. It's called the 12-year game. And what the 12-year game is, 
is that Patrick Mahomes recently got under contract for 12 more years. He did get paid over half a billion dollars, which is absolutely crazy money. I would love that money. If you want to give me some money, Patrick Mahomes, leave it with me. I'll take some money. Don't want to sound greedy right there. But Kobe is going to give me some athlete and pro sports, which I'm going to tell you if they deserve a 12-year contract or not. And for some athletes, Kobe's going to weigh in if he feels strongly about it or if he doesn't, it's his choice. And now, Kobe, you start. Yeah, the first play we're going to talk about is going to be Pete Alonso of the New York Mets. I'm going to say he will, but that's a tough one. I mean, he did have a fantastic rookie year with breaking Aaron Judge's 52 home run record. Now the record is 53 home runs. I got to say, I'm going to go with no. I still need to see a little more out of him. He's a great player. I think he will ultimately deserve that 12-year contract in a couple years. But if you had to give him today, I would say no. I still need to see a little more out of him. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. The next player we're going to talk about is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. 100%. He has already won an MVP, and he's searching for his second MVP, and he's searching for his first NBA title. 100,000%. I would give it to him. He's the best player in the league. I love LeBron James, but I think it's Giannis now. What he's doing on the court, he's leading this Bucks team with no other superstar. Yes, Chris Middleton is really good. Other players have other sidekicks. He barely has a sidekick. Chris Milton is a borderline all-star. Yeah, but you know what? That might be true, but I think that Chris Milton's one of the most, first of all, underrated players. In the I NBA. agree with that. I'd say he's a pretty solid sidekick, even though he's a shooter. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA. I for sure agree with that, though. In terms of Giannis, Giannis is a complete superstar and is one of the faces of the NBA right now. And the next player uh, we're going to talk about is going to be Ben Simmons. Okay, I like Ben Simmons a lot, but I'm going to give it a no. I still think he needs to improve that jump shot just a tad bit. And a lot of people say, oh, well, that's not part of his game. If he can improve his jump shot just a tad, tad bit more, he will be a top five player in this league. Yeah, he's a 6'10 point guard. If he can develop his jump shot, I can see him winning an MVP. Now, next player we are going to talk about is going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. of the San Diego Padres. Okay. I love Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he's going to be a future MVP, but I just need to see one or two more seasons out of him. I think he's going to be great, but I think that's just too high of a risk to give him 12 years of that. Yep. Totally agree with that one once again. The next player we're going to jump to is going to be Baker Mayfield. Absolutely not. That man is the most overrated QB in the league. He should not have gotten number one overall. Number one overall should have gone to Saquon Barkley or Quinton Nelson. Quinton Nelson is amazing. Saquon Barkley is amazing. Baker Mayfield had one good year. As I said in episode one, Baker Mayfield had OBJ, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, and he couldn't make the playoffs. He had more commercials than wins. That's Crazy. I have a feeling he might get benched this year. I have it for Case Keenum. I can see it. Case Keenum and him are fighting for that one spot. I know that's a real hot take, but I can see that. Especially with the new coaching system, that's going to be a race for sure. Next player we're going to talk about is going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. 100%. Yes, I would give that man a 12-year contract. That man is going to be the best center fielder in the league, and he is going to be the face of the MLB in a couple years. He is going to be a superstar, and he's a superstar in the making and a future MVP. 
Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Ronald Acuna is an excellent player and honestly is the reason the Braves right now are doing so well. Next we're going to talk about is going to be Lamar Jackson. No, I don't think he's going to be good for a long time. I think he's a great quarterback right now, but I feel like he's just going to get injured this year because his style of play is running the ball a lot, and he is not a running back. He has to change his years to passer. Yes, he was on the cover man. Yes, he was the MVP, as I said before. And he can get that Madden curse, and if he tears his ACL or something like that, his career can get ruined. Great answer. I like that a lot. Next player we're going to talk about is going to be Luka Doncic. 100%. Luka Doncic is going to be one of the faces of the NBA. He is already a superstar in the making and a top five of the MVP voting. And I think in a couple years, he will take home the NBA MVP eventually. Yeah, for sure. Luka Doncic is a hell of a skilled player and will do great things in the NBA. The final player that we're going to talk about in this episode, it's going to be Jason Tatum. As much as I really don't like the Boston Celtics, I got to take Biasy out of this. I think Jason Tatum is an MVP in the making. He is going to be a superstar. And I think he's going to be arguably the best player in the league in a couple years. Kobe, I know you're a big Boston fan. So I have to ask you, do you agree with me or not? Yeah, for sure. Tatum could be a franchise player. Maybe we we want to see, especially in this upcoming playoff, you know, maybe a bit more out of him. But he's an excellent player and he's really talented. Thank you very much, Kobe, for being on episode four of Prince on the Pod. Thank you very much for listening to Prince on the Pod today. And I really appreciate it. Upcoming episodes are coming out soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening today of episode four of Prince on the Pod. Before we wrap up the show, I just have to um, thank Kobe Ritter for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I really appreciate it here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And hope everyone stays safe and healthy. And have a great day, everyone.